Welcome to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before, and my name is Nick. I'm Alan. My, na- my name is Alan. Uh, my name is Adam. One of these weeks, we'll just do it. I do like, I feel like you've been switching up the, the way you've been doing it. That's what throws me off. Mm. And it's uh, not bad. Well, just, I don't want it to sound pre-recorded. True. But I, that's what weirdly throws my brain off. Mm. So, yeah. If you could just pre-record these from the rest, okay. of, like, would make our lives a little bit easier. You're the right. one. You're the one who edits it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yes, I could put it in, but just then you're, grab, you would just sound like an idiot then. Just grab the <laughs> intro from uh, episode one. And that's it. What if we pre-record just you guys saying, I'm Alan, I'm Adam. I do like that idea. Because then no matter what you do, mm-hmm. it just sounds <laughs> insane. Guys, we're on episode like 40 something. Like we have pre-recorded this. Yes. Mm. I, but I don't think the actual pre-recording is the issue. The issue is the awkward. Inter- this is <laughs> whatever this is. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Uh, so today's an interesting one because I it's have, always interesting. Well, I know, but in the fact that I have a vivid image of a storybook of this story in my mind and Adam doesn't. So uh, Alan, te- I, we texted about it this weekend and uh, when you were talking about the name, nothing. And then it was, uh, I, I, I did begin to cheat on this one to go to Wikipedia Uh-oh. and I got like three sentences in. It was like, oh no, I absolutely, and everything came flooding back. So oh, okay. I, I do actually, I did actually know for some reason the name didn't click and I don't, know why because now of course the name is the name well hit me with that name naaman today we're talking about naaman naaman not haman naaman uh nick would you like to guess how it's spelled um okay n-a-m-e-o-n oh all right naaman naaman sure uh there's three a's yeah n-a-a-m-a-n wow naaman okay Okay. nah man Mm -hmm. nah man nah man (laughs) Like Malam. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, but not like Haman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Um, so the the reason we're doing this one is because non was- man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke I just did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's accurate. Like, uh, and my favorite superhero. Oh, no, it's not mm. non man. I was thinking non man, like like the guy who flings non, but there's not another N. So it's just nah, man. Oh, I no, I do want non man. Yeah, I want non man. That'd just, be awesome. Like just a guy flinging non. Warm embrace. <laughs> yeah, I do like non. This it's probably my favorite flatbread. Oh, <laughs> yes, I would put it up there as like maybe my favorite bread type product. Oh, it's close. I mean, it's actually hard to argue with. Uh, we're maybe doing biscuits. We're doing this story because <laughs> or bagels. It, it was ne- <laughs> it, it was next door to. The one we did last week. Basically, yeah. as I was reading the story for last week. Okay. Uh, We've decided uh, to be canonical now. Great. Just in the middle. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going in order out of laziness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as I was doing the Elisha and the bear story. We kind of, I mean, we, kinda, we have a history that we did it with David too, where we like, we did one thing of David with, and Bathsheba and then we're just like, eh, we'll do the rest of David. Yeah, but sometimes it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the book. It, it's piqued my interest. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas sometimes I'm like, yep, yeah, I just want to do this. I had pitched Abraham. So I think. That might be upcoming. Yeah, I, I asked Adam if he had any stories, uh, any short ones that wouldn't require a lot of effort on my part, <laughs> and he pitched one of the most important characters <laughs> in the Old Testament. I did. And the story yeah, of that specific. character <laughs> that is still important in current culture. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, like, you know, one literally that would, lasting effects. Yeah, sure. like one that would require uh, no effort on my part at all. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that in retrospect, it, you wouldn't just have to read the story, you'd probably have to read like history. 
Yeah. And I, I don't mean like a little bit of history, like from that point to now. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing Naaman. Great. Yeah. So kids have just been murdered. Correct. Correct. By bears. <laughs> I'm just setting the stage. Hold on, I if mean, an animal kills things, is it murder? Well, it was directed by a human, so it's technically a hit. It's directed by God. It's a hit. Okay. <laughs> it's an assassination. <laughs> I do like the idea of assassin only using bears. Bear assassin is a good fake band name. Yes. Not a good real band. Name, no. But a good fake band name. Like Correct. in a movie, like a movie band. Yeah. Called, it'd be like yeah. a, like a jokey indie band. Yes. Bear assassin. I mean, I feel like you could start any of our episodes, Nick, like, hi, I'm Nick. Uh, so children have just been murdered. Mm-hmm. Tell uh-huh. us the story. Yeah. Most like, of our episodes that would fit. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't always know the context, it, 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 so I wouldn't be confident in it. Here I'm confident. Kids have just been killed. <laughs> so Who, that's who's a weird it, thing to be confident. <laughs> whose mom is barren. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it's not murdered children, it's not able to have them. Well, you know, well, these kids are just getting killed, so you might be better off yeah. not bringing them in. Pre or post. They're going to die or uh, not exist. There are no dead kids in this story today. No, but there <laughs> is a younger person with a life like. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, why don't you just kick this off? So, Naaman, he's a dude. He's also a world-renowned general of some kind, like a leader of a military group. I don't know he's if it's general commander or... of the army of Syria. There you go. But he's like beloved kind of by everybody. He seems like a good dude. I mean, he's, I was, I'm trying to think of anybody. I mean, uh, until the brown face thing came out, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I feel like this isn't the first time you've referenced Trudeau. Trudeau this probably podcast. not. No, he I'm, really wants to work him in somehow. I'm trying to think of maybe, oh, Tom Hanks. I'm trying to think of somebody who is like just kind of universally beloved, regardless of your Buzz political <laughs> political affiliation. I think that one's also problematic, yeah, maybe. Pro- what? what is I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like something weird happened. I, it does seem like he's the type that would have like a sex dungeon or something. <laughs> I mean, that's not exactly what I thought it was. Buzz Aldrin sex dungeon. Good fake band name. That is also a good Good name for a sex shop. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) We'll take you to space. (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, what was I talking about? Naaman is just universally beloved. I don't know. It it seemed to be important in the story because I think I'm also referencing the same blue book story that Alan remembers. Sure. um, Where like he's. The blue book was the uh, illustrated children's book. Mm-hmm. That's just our shorthand. Yeah, we, we uh, referenced the blue book. It was book. blue, like very blue. There, so there's two books, the blue book and the red book. I think we've talked about this specifically, but the blue book had Bible stories and the red book had uh, like morality based stories. Mm-hmm. That were uh, horrifying. Yeah, in retrospect. Well, we should do some of those. And honestly, I don't, re- I don't remember them. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that once you start talking about I'm eternally about them, scarred by them. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have some, some issues. Therapy. Um, so Naaman is also renowned because he also happens to have leprosy. He's a leper. Okay. I don't Rena- know if he's renowned leper. Well, I don't know if he's renowned for that. So the actual words renowned. are he was a mighty man of valor, but a leper. But I mean, like people knew it. Okay. I, I yeah, mean, yeah. it wasn't secret. Yeah. Yeah. Which I assume would be tough to hide. Oh, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about leprosy uh, a little later on. Oh, excellent. That's <laughs> hold why, on. That's air, why you're air here. Quotes. <laughs> leprosy. <laughs> You'll see. Oh, why. interesting that it may not be just one. Okay. I'll ask. I'll wait. Um, Anyway, the reason I, I, I wanted to say renowned is the sense that like typically in biblical culture, at least, and I should say that I'm also painting with a brush where all of my Bible teachers would basically say anything that happened in the Bible hall was kind of all concurrent. So if there was a thing that happened in Jesus's time, it was also applicable a thousand years before. Uh, yeah. If yeah, that makes any yeah. sort of sense. This is one of those cases. Not true. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where that wouldn't apply. No. Right. You'll but, find out why later. Okay. Well, because like in Christendom. Mm-hmm the Bible times 
Uh, we have now established two sounds for air quotes. One is, and the other is, great. <laughs> if you hear a random who mouth sound. Who was the comedian who did the... Oh, uh, Victor Borga. There you go. Yeah. The ver- verbal punctuation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Funny. It's great. Clean. Probably an Adventist <laughs> thing. I don't know. I assume every Adventist that I knew, knew knew it. So I'm wondering if it was like, because it was clean comedy. I think comedy. it was just clean comedy. It was just a, a Christian thing. Do you know probably. Victor Borga? Nope. Okay, cool. You'd probably enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, he did inflationary language where he would read things. And every time there was a word that had a portion of a number in it. So like instead of two, he would just upgrade it a let a, a number. So all of the twos became threes. So like toward would be thward through word. Oh, that's a that was a terrible example. But um, like like forecasting would be five casting. His way of going clean was not uh, like just not swearing. It was going like like upping the pun Yes, mm-hmm. unquotient. Right. Yeah, he was also a uh, concert pianist, a world-renowned concert pianist who happened to just kind of be funny and realize that people laughed when he talked, and so his his concerts went from ne- like hundred percent music <laughs> to fifty uh, percent music, fifty percent comedy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, although I do hate comedians who like as soon as they bring a guitar on stage, yeah, I check you. out. But the other way around, I'm not necessarily adverse to. Apparently, sure. So uh, have we lost Nick? Yeah, uh, long time ago. It sounds very. Christian <laughs> to me. I don't think he was either. He was Austrian. No, he wasn't Christian. He was Austrian. Yeah. yeah, you know <laughs> that Protestant religion. Anyway, Victor Borga, not applicable here. But what I was trying to say is that you know how in uh, in the Jesus's story that we covered, lepers lepers were outcasts of society. Yeah, yeah. So similarly, it would have been expected that this guy would have been an outcast society, but because he's also this insanely good general, he was this like, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't really matter. He's just this guy. He's a leper. He's famous. Great. Great. And his wife. Uh, sure. I think it's his wife goes like, hey, I heard about this prophet, Elisha, who uh, might be able to save you. Sure. OK. They'd actually <laughs> captured a young girl from Israel who. <laughs> was who, mm. who worked for his mm-hmm. wife. That's right. I do remember this. Yeah, she was a servant and she was like, hey, by the way, I, I mean, apparently they treated her well enough that she started giving positive advice. That's There's true. a guy back in my homeland who I think so he gets like help point, you. points for like being nice to <laughs> yeah. his sl- Slave. slaves. Yeah. Uh, but he still has slaves. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be it's uh, you know, maybe maybe in 100 years we'll look at the service industry completely different now, too. And we'll look at it the same way that we look at slaves. Then I don't know. Hot but take. It could be. I mean, it's the same. The people talk that way about Jefferson, right? Like, right. Slave owner. A he good one. Might have been nice to his slaves. <laughs> yeah. Still had slaves. Right. Oh, he was nice to some of them. Oh, he sure was. Which ones are we saying he was nice to? The ones he had <laughs> he sex had. with or the ones he didn't have sex with? God, we'll leave that to history. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, Naaman apparently is at the end of this rope. And well, I mean, I guess if you have leprosy, it's not something you want to have. And so he was like, oh, I'm going to go check out this guy. And he goes to, I think... He doesn't initially go straight to Elisha. Doesn't he go to like the king of Israel? He, he goes to his, no, he goes to his boss, the king oh, of Syria. Okay. And says, hey, can I go do this? And they basically say no, or no, it won't work. No, mm-hmm. I, I remember he be, him being rejected by somebody, but on the uh, on the uh, case of it, it wouldn't work, not that he wasn't allowed to. So he went to his boss, the king of Syria, and the king of Syria uh, basically s- sends him with a letter Okay. to the king of Israel. Oh, like being like, hey, here's, I'm not, here's I'm not my invading guy. you. <laughs> right. Hey, oh. here's my guy. Please yeah. help him. It's a permission slip. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's uh, King Ben-Hadad II um, to King Joram. Okay. Oh, and Joram. I think King Joram 
We just is Jordan one of the ones that got murdered? I think so. I didn't by by Jehu. I possibly. It, it sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> or was that Jehoram? Ugh. Because there's a lot of those. Anyway. Yeah. So I and but then Joram. I only half looked it up. I like wanted to know his name, but then I was like, I'm not going to go further. But Joram at this point, somebody basically says, get, like rebuffs him. Well, so this guy, this sick guy shows up with a letter from another very powerful king and the king of Israel's like, what the hell? What am I supposed to do? He just like, what, what do you expect me to do? Like this king asked me a favor and I'm, I can't I'm, help you with I'm that. not magic. Uh-huh. So regardless, all of this is like weird, like ways of like roadblocks, but Naaman gets through them because he eventually gets to Elisha. Elisha. Just hears about it. Oh, yeah. that's right. He never actually sees him. Elisha hears about right. it. Right. And so he sends a letter to him and goes like, here's what you need to do. You know, the Jordan river, the thing you crossed to get here, go to there, bathe so, in it. Uh, hold on. Before that, uh, Naaman actually comes. So Elisha hears about this kerfuffle at the palace uh-huh. and sends uh, an emissary or a letter or something. I don't know. They connect uh, text. And uh, so Naaman comes to his house and stands at the door. But Elisha doesn't even come to the door. He just sends a messenger outside. Oh, it's kind of dickish saying <laughs> do this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Just go wash yeah. the river. So he goes, goes to the river Jordan, bathe in it seven times. Okay. So, and I remember this being one right after the other. Presumably we're talking like, so whenever you need a bath for the next seven baths. No, no, this was consecutively. No, it's like when you're in swimming lessons and you have to like Bob, do you remember Bob's? Yeah. Go under. Now we're talking about my trauma. To be fair, that is not (laughs) according to the shared trauma. Yeah, that's definitely shared. It has no religion. (laughs) Uh, blowing bubbles. Like, is it? Yeah. Uh, again, this is like a, like a cartoon memory. Like it is literally, they're counting bathings as like dunking himself. That's oh, okay. Bob's, but yeah. that's cartoon logic. It doesn't actually specify. You might be right. He may have had to like wait for a week and just like bathe for the day. Don't get dirty. Things. Yep. Yeah. Bathe for the day. I'm I actually seeing the Bible. It's closer to Bob's, but we'll get there. Okay. You're, I'm curious if you're going to skip something. Okay. Well, we'll find out. So is he bathing now? No. So okay. he basically is like, this is bullshit. That's no way that bathing a river is going to have any effect. And so he, takes off that and he's pissed because Elisha didn't even come outside. Right. Elisha didn't even respect uh-huh. him, but he gets about partway away and it's like, it's worth, it's just fuck it. What I've got, I've got nothing to lose. I might as well just do it. Is that right? Uh, actually a servant. Um, he's like, Oh, so the servant comes before. Yeah, well, he's like, he's like, what the fuck? That's it. Go wash in the river. Like we got rivers that are even better where I'm from. Wait, like, so the, why did I even come here? And so then, the servant comes before I thought he came afterwards. And then his servant is like, Hey, if the prophet told you to do something like super hard, wouldn't you have gone and done it because you thought it was like a challenge? So why don't you just do this easy thing? Because mm. it's easy. Mm-hmm. But Elisha's servant doesn't show till afterwards, right? This is this is his servant. His servant says this. Yes. So name was like, fuck it. I'll just go do this. So he goes one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> it says he went down and dipped seven times. Okay. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Bobs. So yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. So he dips the seventh time. He comes, bobs. He bobs. Dips, weaves, whatever. When he dips, you dip, we dip. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he put his hand up on his hip. Uh, and then he comes up the seventh time and he is clean, completely wow. healed. Uh, specifically, his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. Ooh, that's It's the little gross. details. Yeah, unsettling for a grown ass man. Yeah, the fact they specified <laughs> that, like it's not that it was restored. You have baby skin on you. <laughs> yeah. So he spent the entire ride home just like touching himself. He's like, this is the softest thing I've ever felt. Um, I assume. Hairless. I mean, so let's just, let's just go with it. Like he's got 
um, just the smoothest brand new skin. Yeah. But like you need calluses in certain spots. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's painful. So did the his whole... ar- yeah. Did his armor just make him all blistery mm-hmm. in certain just spots? Like his crotch is just chapped he's to like, hell because uh, he's been riding a now horse. Now I missed the leprosy. <sighs> I wish they'd invented baby powder. Yeah. I think about the first time he stubbed his toe and felt it. Wait, calluses don't prevent you from. No, but leprosy does. It's nerve damage. Oh, the reason yeah, that true. The, what leprosy well, does, like, <laughs> no, leprosy. what real leprosy does is nerve damage. Yeah, but this was <laughs> leprosy. Leprosy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, there he's like, "Holy shit, totally worked," and I'm gonna guess I'm gonna head home now. And one of Elisha's servants. Uh, has, no, no, no. Naaman goes back to Elisha. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, goes back to Elisha, shouts to the door, apparently like it worked. Thanks. And does Elisha come out and meet him at that point at all? I don't feel like they ever meet each other. Why? Uh, no, uh, he does. Okay, okay. So Elisha comes out now. Might've been a clean issue, honestly. He, yeah, he needed a, like a Jewish tradition. Like he was unclean, mm-hmm. which is a big part of the later thing. But uh, yeah, he came out, he stood before him. So I assume that means yeah. before him. And he, he said he acknowledges that like the is the God of the Israelites is got to be the only God because this is amazing. And he, he he wanted to give a big gift. Right. And Elisha said, nope, that's not how this works. I just I did, you know, did what I could. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And they part essentially. He did what he could, meaning I, I helped you like told I, him where to go. Right. Well, so it's not it's not it's the faith that healed him, not the physical act. The physical act was a, was a profession of belief that, that it would work. I see. So it's not like it, you can't just go to the Jordan and dip seven times and whatever you, ails you is, mm-hmm. is clean. It's that Elisha said, if you do this, God will. Got it. Does that make any sort of yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm realizing there's a lot of these like cultural things that I just understand because that's how <laughs> sure. church works. And it's so, like, and so Elisha didn't want to take, you know, he's like the conduit of God. Yeah, yeah, so right, he didn't right. want to take any money, but, uh, Naaman requests of him, which I, I think you're about to skip this. Probably. Um, so he asks to be given, uh, two mule loads of earth to take back with him, which I had to do some collects dirt. Well, I had to do some outside reading on. Um, so this is the, the actual like Bible verse. Um, Please let your servant be given two mule loads of earth for your servant will no longer offer burnt offering or sacrifice to other gods, but to the Lord. Oh, so it's like it's it's a little bit like turning towards Mecca to pray. Like exactly. He's taking the physical land back with him as a representation because in this next part, he says, yet uh, may the Lord also pardon his servant when my master goes into the temple to worship like I still need to help my boss. Like I need to like keep face. Right. But I'm really going to be right. Worshiping this other guy. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's some kind of subterfuge weird shit. He's like, yeah, it's actually kind of interesting. So he loads up apparently a couple donkeys full of just a couple asses of dirt, Mm -hmm. ass loads of dirt. And Oh, this is actually what an ass load is. It's what an ass load (laughs) is. There you go. Uh, and they take off part way there or part like not long after they left. Suddenly this, this servant of Elisha comes running up. And goes, hey, so Elisha had second thoughts and actually would appreciate a, a financial gesture of some kind. Uh-huh. And Naaman, I don't even, it's just like, oh, no, no problem. I was planning on playing anyway. He's Pay like, some. oh, totally. Absolutely worth it. Two, two talents of silver and two changes of garments. Now, do you remember a talent was like. Kind of a fuck ton. Yeah, like yeah, yeah right, right. I can imagine this guy just like with like the stick over his shoulders, right. like two five gallon things of silver. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then a couple pairs of clothes. Yeah, yeah. Back. But the reality was that Elisha had not done that. This servant basically overheard the conversation. And we're like, oh, I could cash in on this if I ah, just go in. So yeah. he goes, goes, gets it and comes back 
presumably stashes the stuff somewhere, comes back into the house Correct. and Elisha goes like, what did you do? Knowing full well what he did because he's in touch with God and God. Name? Pickle breath. Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> with uh, three A's. Yeah. Gehazi. Gehazi. With three A's? Uh, just one. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it could, Gehazi. Yeah. Yeah. G-E-H-A-Z-I. Yeah. So, yeah. so Gehazi comes in and Elisha's like, you done a, you done a bad. Like, <laughs> that's not how we work. You know that. You've yeah. been around me forever. Also, Alan, I was going to ask you, every time I reman- imagine both Elijah and Elisha, I, I imagine like nomadic dudes, like no servants by themselves, just like trekking around everywhere. Every single one of these stories, they're surrounded by a whole crew. Yeah. And like he's it, got a house, obviously. Right. Like, it's very strange to me that a house with a doorman. Right. We just like I assumed this thing about like this. The mental image is not lining up with the reality of the stories. And even though this, like no one lied to me about that, I was just I had this like <laughs> image of, you know, lone. I'm going to say Elisha at least has two dudes because it specifies Gehazi at the end. But the messenger is a different yeah. name and a different guy. So like, yeah, he's got a crew. He's got he's got people anyway. Yeah, Elisha's got a posse. So uh, Elisha basically goes like as punishment for this, what Naaman has washed away is now yours. And Gehazi becomes a leper at that Whoa. point and takes on his disease. And he went out from his presence leprous as white as snow. Did he also have the cash though? He did. Still Presumably. Have the cash. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, let's so see. So he, he checked into the Mayo Clinic and is fine now. <laughs> You'll be happy to know he's doing very well. Actually, I think leprosy is one of the few things that we don't have any cure for. We have like treatments, but Incorrect. no. Incorrect. Uh, well, yeah, treatments that do cure it. The do? Yeah. Oh, I was under the impression that it's like, it's in, we, we can like prevent it, but we can't actually cure it. More about that after the break. Is this the break? I mean, I mean that's the end of the story. Felt appropriate, right? Yeah. <laughs> More of this after the break. We'll be right back here on the King James Version. <laughs> and we're back here on the King James Version. And oh, I, I, this story uh, totally is what I imagined the Bible to be like. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, this is that like it reads like an Aesop yeah. story where yes. it's, you know, uh, somebody does something bad, they're punished for it in some creative way right. that also proves some larger point. Right. It's, it's, uh, is it Bittenbinder? What's, who's the guy from Arrested Development that's like, that's why you don't eat food in the car? The, which we totally referenced last week. I think last week. Yeah yeah. 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 That's why you leave a note. Yeah. That's why you leave a note. Like, it's, it's that. Right. It's like, if you don't, if, you know, like, if you go steal, you know, shit from a guy, yeah, you'll get leprosy. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, uh, leprosy is curable with a multi drug therapy. That's so weird to um, me. Let's see. In the past 20 years, 16 million people worldwide have been cured of leprosy. About 200 cases per year are reported in the U.S. In the U.S.? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's. I mean, I think it used Here to be I'm a worried lot about coronavirus, and I'm going to, like, now I'm, like, leprosy's on my radar. 200 people? <laughs> Just saying. I think you're all right. <laughs> uh, so here's the interesting thing. Alan, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I, I was going to, do you remember there being, like, speaking of, like, red book stories or, like, moralistic stories, there was a story of a man with leprosy that currently who had had a bunch of plastic surgery done, but because it does nerve damage, he like, he slept too close to a candle and burnt off his like newly discovered <sighs> or newly like built arm or something like, do you remember this? 
So kind of, I feel like I remember like a story of a woman burning herself on the stove or yeah, something. But not being aware. Couldn't. Yeah. So this is all this red book stuff. I don't, well, I don't think it was a part of the okay, red book specifically. Okay. I think we just tended to talk about leprosy as children because <laughs> it was of a, the Bible. It was a thing. Like Jesus dealt with lots of lepers and, and so uh, presumably as a child, then you would have thought that there were way more than 200 cases in the United States. No, no, no. Like okay. I was, I was fully under, under the belief that modern medicine had gotten that, rid of uh, or Christianity or Christianity. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like, like polio. Jesus. Yeah. Like polio, we had eradicated it. And I see. Keep, but it, like, we have these like small minor places in like the war torn part. Like in my brain, like that is correct. Okay. Well, but no, I mean, I mean, there's 200 cases a year in the United States. I mean, that's 200 cases. I almost guarantee more people are killed each year by like their TVs falling on them. Oh, for sure. But I mean, I'm on it. <laughs> I don't know. This is just, it was one of those weird things that this is like a, a Christian culture thing. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of layers to this in my brain that I'm trying to parse out in a simple, uh, put in a simple way. Cause there's the layer of, of like, so there's like the, there's level of superiority that like American Christians have that was played into this. Like we don't have leprosy, but like the poor people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was in this story. It's the other, the other. Uh, yeah. But it's also like, it's a, a significant superiority thing complex. Like on top of like, you are better because you're an American and a Christian like that plays into this, which is like the opposite of, you know, Jesus message where he would actually touch lepers. Yeah, stop bringing logic to a gunfight. I know. Um, here's some logic for you. Uh, 41 <laughs> people, uh, each year killed by falling TVs. Oh, uh, 18,000 people injured by falling sets every year. So there you go. I would say that is more than leprosy <laughs> harms. I have almost been one of those 18,000. I haven't. Oh, you're almost a statistic. Adam. Almost a statistic. <laughs> by your TV. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, just like miss, like lifting it and then like misstepping and like almost going over, but not. Oof. There you go. I do not. I do not like moving my TV. It's one of the more terrifying things of my life. Just like not of my if life. That is not a first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. But I mean, in more in the sense of like of the things that are normal to do that cause me anxiety. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. like there's a certain level of trepidation every time I cut anything with a knife, I have like, there's a part of me that's like, you're going to cut your hand open or and, snap like, op- or snap open a uh, jar of honey. Right. Yeah. Like I know Adam's deepest fears. Yeah. I fucking hate honey. Well, I love honey, but I hate it anywhere other than my mouth. <laughs> um, he just looked directly at me and like flared his eyes. <laughs> like you don't know the horror it's, but no, whatever. It's that same fucking impulse of when you're on a ski lift wanting to throw yourself off of it for no reason. Nope. Do we have time to hear the honey story? Oh, I just, there's no, there's no story. I just it, like one of my, like if I have a phobia, it's of like stickiness down the back of my, my neck and like somebody pouring honey, like this down very the back. specific situation of honey dripping down the mm. back of his neck. It just, it's, it's more of like, he's visibly tense right now. It's, it's kind of weird. Cause it's like, it's not something that ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, I just have always as a child, like from a childhood on just been averse to stickiness in general. I, oh, I feel the same way. And I've hunt- just never thought of having I like, I well, don't now, like thinking about that. But now once it's in your head, great. like it's a, and I don't know for some reason, like stickiness. I'm going to say don't have kids. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> Things are sticky and just the weirdest Although places. Your kid doesn't like stickiness. No, he hates it more than I do, but nonetheless, there's still sticky things everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, I just found a raisin under my TV. <laughs> Speaking of TVs, that, that raisin was almost a statistic. I would, that could also have been Ashley. Yeah. 
Well, sure. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did want to do a quick thing. This le- the reason I wanted, I told the story about the leprosy and the guy in the burn office arms. It's like, it would have been paired together. Like where they would have told this story. And then the story about the, the, because it would have been a missionary story that this was a, like a plastic surgeon that went to India probably. Yeah. Just given the like nineties. Yeah. Um, and did this thing and then they burnt their hands off, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think it, it's indicative of a mindset of like, there are these levels in Christianity where it's not just a morality tale. It's also a superiority tale. And it's also like a, like a self aggrandizing tale mm-hmm. where all of these things kind of come together to create this culture where you're, you're basically informed that because you're American, because you're Christian, you're the best that you can be. And no matter what you do, no matter who you hurt and what collateral damage there is along the way, you are better. And I don't know if that, like, for some reason in my brain from childhood, leprosy, the, the concept of leprosy is tied into this. Well, here's why. Okay. So they talk about leprosy a lot in the Bible. It's, it's the big bad of diseases yeah. that like Jesus cures that people it's stay the away HPV from of the Bible. Yeah. And it's because, uh, so it's often translated as leprosy. There's also like the leper hand that Moses just is like, eh. no, but that's what it is. Like it's the terif- right, right, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Let me get to my fun fact. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> here's why. Uh, so leprosy didn't exist in ancient Israel until Ag- Alexander the Great came back from a trip to India in the mid 300s BC. Wait, 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 what? So leprosy did not exist, but the word was translated. The root of the word describes a disfiguration of the skin, hair, beard, head, clothing, st- or stones of your home. Basically, it was things that needed to be purified. The word is like a cognate of the word, like the Greek word for like leprosy. It's like so it's lepros. not the disease leprosy. It just means like ugly or it's, it's needs to be disfigurate, fixed. Disfiguration wow. needs to be fixed. So the noun form <laughs> means to have a skin disease. Generally, uh, any disease Psoriasis. that prefers, like, uh, produces sores or eruptions. But like it literally means like things that need to be purified. Whoa. And so that's why like all of these, like that's why it's through the Bible because it's both like a, a mistranslation, broad generalization. So it's like, an, like he, that's could, nuts. Like he could have had freaking acne. I don't know. Yeah. It could have been dirty and just needed a dip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Elisha just looks, he's like, Oh, he just needs like seven baths. Yeah. Go bathe. So that's why like, cause it was weird growing up, like how, how often leprosy was talked about because it's in the Bible. Like how many times have we talked about it on this podcast? Yeah, very already? frequently. Oh, to be fair, like it's, the, the leprosy in Jesus's time is significant. Could have been real. Couldn't, it's, and it's significantly different than it is and earlier. That's, and that's what I was saying is like this leprosy like could have been anything, but the Jesus leprosy still could have been anything, but was, could have actually been leprosy. Yeah. Or psoriasis or like a bunch of things. Um, and uh, leprosy uh, is actually known as Hansen's disease. And because the band Hansen has it. No, it's the guy who discovered it. Uh, oh. It's a bacterial infection and it can be spread between people. You know how they've been like shunned, mm-hmm. uh, but it takes like a lot of contact. Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it was all, all, like very difficult to actually get. It's, you know, it, from it, it's person. like, like mouth to mouth, you know, like, cl- like a lot of contact. Yeah. So, but it's bacterial. It is a bacterial. Oh, infection. so then, yeah. I mean, antibiotics would get it. Uh, so, and then this is just a total side fact as I was reading like these long articles, it was like, oh, okay, blah, 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 reading about like the way that the Torah describes it and stuff. I just enjoyed this. Um, so there's a lot of things about like bald men and leprosy. Like there's different leprosy on the front of your head or the back. And if it's like a, a patch of, you know, like, you know, we get old, we get 
uh, skin spots. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's like a red outline around it, then this is a bad thing. But anyway, uh, that's but not it's not it's not male pattern. It's not the pattern of baldness, no. right? Okay, <laughs> it's like it's like oh. Um, leper. So here's the leper. thing. There are purification because it's the pure unpure thing. So mm. there are purification rituals you can go through. But if you mayonnaise, most if you cut off your bit of leprosy, uh huh, you are completely you cannot be purified until you get another spot, and then you can be purified. So like, say you have a wart and yeah. you cut it off. Right. Right. Nope. That is against the rules because you removed it. You were like subverting. You weren't like being uh-huh. purified. That's- you were cutting it off such but a if you grew another wart then you could be purified so you were just unclean permanently if you didn't ever get sick again unless cool. and here's why i'm talking about it the impurification is on your foreskin and it's cut off during circumcision because a positive commandment overrides a negative commandment oh boy jesus christ that seems very specific oh i love it so much <laughs> <laughs> i was just reading i was like okay bald i'm sorry what yeah it's great it's always these weird exceptions. So where the warts like, on your dick, slice <laughs> Lop it off. You're okay. Wow. By a rabbi. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Leprosy. Yeah. Could have been warts. Could have been <laughs> eczema. Yeah. There's like acne. Anything. It, it, it could have been dirty. Chicken Elisha pots? was also a bald man and we don't know what kind of spots he had going on. Ooh. Yeah. But he, he could have been a Gorbachev looking motherfucker. True. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. Sure. So there you go. The Alexander the Great thing was, uh, I want to look into that a little more. That's really interesting. It is also interesting because like, that's one of those things that was much, much later in, in life when I was like, oh, right. Like the Bible basically just does not cover the Greeks. <laughs> like Old Testament happens before, uh-huh. before that. And the New Testament pops up in the middle of the Roman Empire. Like there's a, just a small chunk of time that well, they're, they're not in, covering. They're in exile. They're uh, under the thumb of the Babylonians. Right. And there are books that just aren't included in the, it's fascinating. the, the Apocrypha. Well, that's all I got. Cool. Thank you. It's always fun when a fun fact can be about uh, dicks, foreskins, <laughs> which again, pretty frequent. I was going to say it will likely <laughs> oh, not be our last. Hold on. Hmm? Was it? Mo- it was Moses, right? Who had the foreskins thrown at him? Yes. It just uh, his wife threw the one foreskin at him. Maybe it was a, a leprous foreskin. And that's why she was mad. Yeah. And then David had the foreskins. Like how many foreskins? A couple hundred. Yeah. Wasn't there foreskins just, in uh, Samson as well? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, the Philistines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many dick tips in on this podcast. <laughs> it's such a well, it's so many dick tips in the Bible. Like it's a, it's it's almost like God's obsessed with your dick, but just the tip. It does seem that way. <laughs> uh, that'll do it. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJVPod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with us. Just a reminder, the prayer lines are still and always open. Dear Jesus at KingJamesVirgin.com if you have any stories about um, the first four Bible. First four? First six. First six. First six Bible stories uh, that we covered. Um, also this week, we'd love it if you would support us on Patreon. Uh, as an incentive, we have some bonus material for all of our members up there. One of which is uh, something we just uploaded, a ringtone of Nick yelling the word yes over and over. Um, it can be downloaded to, to uh, be your ringtone. Uh, it sounds oh. even better. Uh, set it as a ringtone uh, on a loved one when they don't know it. Yes, that would be a beautiful use of this. Uh, and it's uh, just so uh, you know exactly what you'll be hearing. It sounds a little bit like this. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixari, off the album El Moran. This week's Resurrection Records artist is Slurred Words. So you can hear that at the end of this episode. Find links to it 
uh, to our theme song, to stickers, to all sorts of things on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week, if you ain't dipping, you must be tripping. Sonic Bazaar.